Welcome to the Team Clearcoat Podcast. This is an automotive enthusiast podcast by two car nerds. We love cars, we love talking about cars, and we love yelling at each other about cars. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Welcome to the Blanket Fort, everyone. Blanket Fort 2.0. Welcome. Hi, Ian. Welcome to the Blanket Fort that I made for us. Dave, you did you did so great. Like, uh, I don't know if there's some sort of, like, Blanket Fort certification, like, architect, <laughs> Blanket Fort architect certification or something, but um, as the, the youths who are vaping say... Uh-huh. They're all vaping and Snapchatting. They're all vaping and saying, your Blanket Fort game is on fleek. <laughs> I, I knew fleek was going to come up. And yes. I just sat back and waited for it to hit me. Yeah. I... I'm very glad. Let a uh, 30-something-year-old man saying fleek just wash over you. (laughs) On fleek. I am 100% behind it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so... Dad, just go ahead and pause the podcast now and look that that up. It's F-L-E-E-K. We'll we'll, we'll put in a little pause here for for my father to look that up. While you're at it, go ahead and uh, Urban Dictionary Hot Carl. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> this is the segment of the show called <laughs> Dave e- Messes with Ian's Dad <laughs> and gets him to see things on the internet that he cannot unsee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't- don't urban dictionary that yeah um or anything or yeah anything really yeah Yeah. actually just throw your computer out the window right now (laughs) just just burn it and call it a day (laughs) yep uh yeah so team clear coat podcast episode 12 yeah Um, from blanket for 2.0 with uh new mics and yep we're, we've actually spent money on things. Yeah, look at that. Ill-advised. I have. A, we put a lamp in here. The lamp is <laughs> because, such a nice touch because it was really creepy without the lamp. Yeah, yeah. It was not good. Not good. <laughs> just like just two dudes illuminated by uh, tablets and laptops. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make for a happy podcast. I liked it. It was mood lighting. <laughs> so yeah. So Ian, let's get into the garage. Okay. Well, first of all, I almost didn't make it here today. No, you did not. And this is uh, this is a routine thing that we are now going to make a regular segment of the show. <laughs> Go on. I have a small human that lives in my house. <laughs> He's 17 months old. Uh-huh. And he really, really likes to play with my key. He loves car your key. car key. Yeah. And he, you know, he loves like trying to get into my car and, and he'll just walk around the house like bong, 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 bong <laughs> with, the, with the car key. We need to make a decoy key for him. <clears throat> Something. But yeah. We, I tried that with my wallet because he was really into like disassembling my wallet for a while there. And uh, okay. it did not work. He was not fooled. Oh, by the uh, the wallet that you would give a mugger? Yeah, like <laughs> it's just got business cards in it. <laughs> he was, even he was looking at it like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't need a contact at Nimble Storage. Right, yeah, exactly, <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so he, he was playing with it this morning while I was watching, I was watching qualifying for Brazil, the Brazil Grand Prix, which I'm sure you would watch as well. Uh, no, I didn't. I assume you're talking about F1 racing. I am, yes. Okay, yeah, I know. I know you're talking about F1. I know. I like. I look at the headlines, but anyway. Yeah. Um. He, uh, your child. Yeah. Uh, so uh, your small human. My small human. So I knew he had it this morning, and then this afternoon I started to look for it, and I could not find it. It was like four hours. I'm uh. just tearing the house apart. And finally, I found it. It was like nestled. I have that green 
like rocker chair. Uh huh. It's like got the base of it is round and it's like powder coated black metal. Okay. And it was just like tucked right in the little curve there. Oh, weird. And, it, and I don't know how he got it in there. Yeah. But yeah, huh. it was it was awful. So I I barely found and I couldn't find my backup key. It was terrible. <laughs> On on previous installments of um, Ian's small human is kind of trying to kill him, um, he has uh, stuffed your key with cottage cheese. Is that what it was? He stuffed the key into cottage cheese. <laughs> so it was – I was like – he it was sitting on the kitchen table and it must have just been with, just been within reach. And he was eating cottage cheese for lunch. Uh-huh. And I went to go get him some more food. And I came back, and my key wasn't there anymore, and I was looking around for it, and it was in his pile of cottage cheese, just completely covered, so that was fun. And and then didn't you uh, didn't you take it to your mechanic or something, and he was like... <laughs> I took it to my mechanic, because I, I didn't know... I thought there was, like, a special battery or something that I needed for it, but he he just showed me how to take it apart, okay. basically. Uh-huh. And uh, he took it apart and was like, why does it smell bad? <laughs> oh, uh, about that. Sorry. <laughs> It was recently in some cottage cheese. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So stay tuned for future installments of where Nico's going to hide Ian's key. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, basically, I just, you know, I, I know if you found it, you show up in your Volkswagen. If not, you show up in your sob. Yeah. <laughs> basically. And well, I guess we should say that you're going to show up in the sob if the Volkswagen is not running or if yeah. you can't find your key. So, so my logic is completely out the window now. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But your Volkswagen's running. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's great. I had a small check engine light issue with the Saab, but I think it was just a loose gas cap. So okay. That's All right. nothing, nothing to report. Code 0089. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So, there, are, there are some scary things associated with that code, like fuel pump failure but hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's just uh yeah you know the uh i cleared it the, and tightened the gas cap we'll see yep. if it comes back <laughs> uh if you haven't spent money on a code reader you should and you should get the one ian has that's bluetooth and only costs 10 bucks yeah yeah if you look at the um i have the torque app for android oh okay i heard twerk for a second and i was like oh sure why wouldn't you that I also have that. One. I also have the Twerk app, and I just use it all the time. I like this I, new mic setup. I'm going to regret giving you your own microphone. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I, I just I looked up the Torque app for for Android, and um, they had like a recommended. So it's basically just oh, like a okay. dongle that you plug into your ODB2 sensor and. OBD. Because I, I, I always up. say Wu Tang, old dirty bastard. Right. Yes, but it's OBD. Yeah, yeah. It would be better if it was ODB. It but, would. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's why I always say that too. <laughs> There's a code that's like when, when your sway bar is disconnected. Shimmy, yeah. shimmy, y'all. Shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's the funniest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> oh my God. Um,. All right. Well, good. Uh, everything's okay with my sob. You know, still just trucking along. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's that uh, that asterisk that we always talk about. Yeah. Everything is great for now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's me unlock my tablet. Let's. Oh, uh, real quick. Craigslist alert. Whoop whoop whoop. Craigslist alert. Yep. Um, I have a safe search on Craigslist for uh, manual station wagons. 
as we all should. <laughs> <laughs> Who can play with a microphone now, Ian? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you should have a safe search on Craigslist for any station wagon that comes up that has a manual, because why not? So there is currently an Audi A4 Avant. Uh, you know, that's Audi's fancy word for wagon. On Craigslist, the owner wants $3,900 for it. Oh, wow. Six-speed manual, 116,000 miles on it. <clears throat> That's not that bad, right? Yeah, what, what year is it? Uh, I can't remember, but it's not uh, It's not that old. It's the um, And it's the 2.8-liter V6. Oh, so that's what my dad has in the A4 that okay. he has that uh-huh. has like 400,000 miles on it or something. Yeah, that's, that's what you – I mean, that and the 1.8T are both really reliable. It's when you get to the newer V6 that ha- and V8 that has the timing chain up against the firewall that you want to stay away from. Right. But anyway. <clears throat> but th- that, that 2.8 is pretty anemic even at sea level, so I can't imagine how slow that thing must be here. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, what the whole purpose of this is that um, there's some front-end damage that has been repaired on the car, right? Oh. I'm going to go ahead and assume that this owner does not have any service records for the car. Right. And I think someone could get away with a station wagon with a V6 and a manual six-speed for maybe 1500 bucks. Yeah. Somebody needs to talk that person down. And buy that wagon. I feel... I feel... uh, It only has 116,000 miles on it. But Dave, those are 116,000 Volkswagen Audi Group miles. They are. Um, Which means that all all the electrical components also have 116,000 miles on it. But if you get away with that for $1,200 to $1,500... Yeah. I mean, have... Yeah. You know, get ready to crack into your life savings for fixing it you're going to go through control arms and especially if there's been front end yeah. damage i mean you're going to be going through front end components pretty quick but the and then the uh the electrical stuff so uh, my dad's cuz my dad's a4 my uh-huh. favorite failure he ever had okay was and i'm sure he'll correct me if i'm wrong on this but he had a thing where if he turned off his rear and front fog lights oh i like where this is going and uh, and headlights in the wrong order. Yes, he would fry the stock that w- controlled the headlights. Surprise! Look, yeah, <laughs> didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was like three hundred bucks a pop. And, no, and there was a sequence. It was like you know that seated Apollo thirteen, <laughs> but like the exact opposite of that. Like <laughs> where they're trying to figure out, you know, uh-huh. how to. You know, move the amps around yeah, basically, yeah. and <laughs> that's what would happen. Wow. Okay, that, that's the kind of thing you're dealing with. Wow, in that generation. Holy cow, Audi. Yeah. So, um, obviously, buyer beware. Yeah, but somebody needs to get away with that wagon for a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. No, and I I completely agree with you. I just feel I now feel that now that I know that there are people listening that aren't related to me. <laughs> I feel like I have some sort of responsibility, like, you know, someone's going to come and burn down the fucking blanket for it. <laughs> because they bought an Audi we told them to buy? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if, for anybody listening, if we tell you to buy something, just remember that this is coming from two sobs in a Volkswagen. Yeah. And uh, we're sitting in a blanket fort. Yeah. 
you don't want to end up like us, so maybe you don't want to take our advice. But you should absolutely buy any wagon that has a stick shift. <laughs> yes, yes, you should. But don't. But do it. <laughs> but don't. But do it. Guys, seriously, you shouldn't. Yeah. But definitely do. <laughs> yes. All right. Our new mic setup is so distracting. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we've had the first spring hit on on the new arms. Sorry. Yeah, that's Sorry. okay. I'm going to... Yeah, I, I need to you like... You forget put... I'm a... I, my Italian <laughs> jeans come out and I start... <laughs> getting very animated yeah yeah we're just we're just gonna duct tape your arms to the chair at the beginning of each I podcast won't be able to talk <laughs> yeah uh i'm i'm looking forward to when we bring guests on and we make them crawl underneath the table to get <laughs> to get to the other side of the blanket for it's classic uh yeah so i'm sure that happens on npr podcasts right absolutely yeah, sarah absolutely. canning's like you know um michelle obama could you please crawl underneath <laughs> the table <laughs> To get to the other side yeah. of our NPR blanket fort. Absolutely. Made out of NPR tote bags. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's talk about my eyes. My eyes! My eyes! So uh, Ian and I had the great pleasure of going to uh, Cars and Coffee Lafayette, Cars and Coffee Denver. For anybody who doesn't know, Cars and Coffee is just kind of like a, a meetup enthusiast group kind of car show. Yeah, it's like a car show, but there's no like theme to it. So it's not right. like... You know, Mustang car show or whatever. It's you, just randomness. Yeah, it, which is great. You have a car, you bring it. Yeah. And there was some randomness there. There was some, some awesome randomness. Delightful, delightful yes. randomness. Uh, I just want to mention that we ran into our buddy James from the F1 meetup. So, yeah. hello, James. It was great to see him out at that. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, let's just start talking about some of the things that we saw. Oh, uh, it was at the Vehicle Vault, which is a museum and high-end storage facility for cars. Yep. So look that up because the museum is pretty cool. Ian and I took a tour of the museum. Yeah, it's small, but it, they have some yeah. you know, a pretty like well-picked selection. And they don't frown on you taking photographs in the museum, yeah. unlike some others that I've been to. So I, so as someone who takes tons of pictures, yeah. I really like that. The lighting setup, not so optimal. <laughs> I might write a strongly worded email about the lighting setup. There, I was Whoa, working, a strongly worded email. A strongly email. worded email <laughs> instead of just tweeting at them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we need so. to send a care package to that poor Studebaker. There was like a... Oh, yeah, the little Studebaker, buddy. There was a gorgeous little Studebaker president in the in the corner. Yeah. And it was like in this like dark, dark corner with no lighting. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, pulled right up into the wall. It, it was, was facing the corner. It yeah. was. It yeah. was like it was in the naughty step or something. Yeah, exactly. Like dunce timeout. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do, Studebaker? Did you pee on the floor? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. It was yellow and green. It was, yeah, lime green. Uh, I'll, I'll put a picture of it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. A really dark picture <laughs> yes yeah yeah I but will. yeah it was beautiful yeah it was really cool yeah. yeah there were some cool cars in there yeah so um i'll be filling up the team clear coat instagram feed with some of those yeah uh from the museum after i kind of run through some some of the cars that we saw at cars and coffee yeah, yeah. um yeah talk about some things that stood out to you buddy um well there was a ferrari ff there yeah which yes and and he did the 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 full-on like i'm leaving a car show yes. i'm gonna open it up um, thing and just glorious, glorious yeah. V12 whale. It, it was, was so awesome. It was great. Yeah. Loved it. Such a great sound. That, oh, I just love that car so much. It's so weird and so flawed and so cool. I, I love yeah. it. Mer uh, 
Ferrari made a, a, a two-door station wagon, which is called a shooting brake. Yeah. But they made a two-door station wagon, man. Like for, With four-wheel drive. With four-wheel drive. And it's so... It, it's actually kind of goofy looking in person. Yeah, it like is. a lot of uh super high-end cars like that, they they end up looking a lot better in person than yes. than when you see them in pictures like the F12 definitely. Yes, and the way. Hurricane. Yeah. The hurricane. 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 <laughs> Cuz they had one of those there uh-huh. in, in white which was wow. yeah, with bronze wheels. Yeah. And I I for some reason it strikes me that the Hurricane is the Visual Hawkon is the visual successor to something like a Lancia Stratos, where it's a very wedge-shaped vehicle, but it looks as wide as it does long. Yeah, though I don't know. I meant to look this up. If I don't know how the wheelbase compares to the Gallardo, but it looks a lot more compact uh-huh. than the Gallardo does. It does. It it looks shorter yeah. in length and. Wide as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really interesting looking up front. I don't, or, you know, up close. Yeah. In person, it definitely looks different than it does in photographs. I don't know that I would call it, you know, pretty. No, I, I or, or even outrageous yeah. or anything. But it's just, yeah, it's yeah. just interesting looking. Yeah. It, it does catch your eye, and and I think the proportions of it catch the eye more than the design of it catches your eye. Yeah, that's well put. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that. Cool. Um, yeah. What else? Um, there was a hero there. Yes. There were two. There heroes. were a lot of heroes there. But the the two in particular were just like two mad scientist guys. Yes. There was a nine fourteen with an LS swap, an LS uh, uh, LS one, I think it was, and a uh, and a Porsche six speed transmission. So Okay, so let's talk about that, right? Wow. So Porsche 914, tiny little Porsche, came yeah. with a flat four-cylinder engine and was pretty anemic from the factory. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the whole story behind the 914, why it is, but, I mean, this is this was the boxer before the boxer. Yeah. And I think, is it boxer or boxster? Boxster. Boxster. It was okay. supposed to be the entry-level Porsche. Right. Um, and it was kind of in that transition period with that Porsche was in where they were thinking about Killing off the 911 and going with 928 instead. Oh, and front front engine cars. Right. And so they had the 944 at that same time, I think. And I'm probably screwing this all up. 924. Right. And so the 914 was supposed to be the cheap entry-level sports car, like the Boxster. Okay. Of the day. So it's very tiny. It's Uh, super tiny. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And this hero of a human being named Scotty that we're going to try to get on the podcast Um put a Chevrolet a, a General Motors V8 uh 6 liter is that what the LS1 is? Oh shit. I think yeah. it's 6.2 but uh um, Yeah. Continue. A, Continue a talking. Big ass American V8 and a Porsche 911 6 speed transmission. Yeah. And it was amazing. He said uh uh, well, I had I had run off to use the restroom, and I was coming back, and you guys were gathered around that car, and you you, you guys just go, "Hey, Dave, uh, would you tell us if you notice anything different about this 914?" And I like I kind of just started at the front. I'm looking at it, I'm like, "Oh, it seems like a normal 914." And then you get to a point where you can just <laughs> see a crevice of the engine and that LS intake manifold, and I'm like, 
oh, well, first of all, it's not a flat four. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And my eyes did that cartoon like, it was adorable. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he started up, and uh, we have some recordings of the idol that we're going to uh, put on a Team Clearcoat mini episode. Yeah, and just like the 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 analogy I made was that it was like a a, a radio DJ, like that car is a radio DJ, right? Where okay. like they have like a big like uh, you know like. Coming to you live. This is Tango and Blaze. Right. And then you look at them and they're like smaller than me. They're they're (laughs) tiny little guys. You know, that's what it looks like. Okay. There was Uh a huge mismatch between the visual and then like the noise that came out of it. There you go. There you go. Um, So, yeah, it was really cool. And then like the more you looked at it, the more questions you had. (laughs) So I put that picture of you on Instagram laying down on the ground (laughs) underneath it. Yeah, because I was just like I was looking at it, and he has like a big he has kind of a splitter in the front, uh huh, or like a big air dam in the front, and I, and there there wasn't like a grill so to you know, like to no. really speak of in the front, no. So I was just like, I can has cooling. Where <laughs> where, where does cooling happen? Uh, how does how does physics take place in this vehicle? Yeah, so I was like trying to trace uh you know radiator hoses and stuff yeah. from the back of the engine. So I was like, is it just does he have something in on the, you know, on the floor of the of the car? Or, yeah. Or, where was it? And then, and then he had just like this like Home Depoted up. Um, yes. Um, you he mean he rode up? Oh, he was yeah. awesome in yeah. the front of the car. Yes. It was a really cool install that he did. Yeah. A, yeah. And a heat exchanger that had two electric fans on it. Yeah. And yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, he uh, he said he only has had it running for a couple months, so uh-huh. and he hasn't had it to the track yet. So I'm curious to know how the cooling does. Yeah, because he only had like two little inlets, um, like two little like snorkel or two little nostrils essentially yeah. in the uh-huh. front in the front of the nose. So. I regret that I didn't get any pictures of the body of that car. I just got a picture of you laying underneath it <laughs> and then uh, and your legs sticking out while you're holding a cup of coffee, which embodies us at a car show. Yeah. And uh, it was just, you were just cracking up. Yeah. Because like, it was just so it hilarious. It was so great. Yeah. It was like baby Santa was just smiling on us. And, yeah. and like to his credit, like he was just super like – yeah, this is awesome, guys. <laughs> and we were like, I know. we know. It is awesome. It is. And it was like the whole conversation for 15 minutes. Was yeah. Like, it's awesome. We know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Hopefully we get to go for a ride in it. Oh, someday. my. That would be amazing. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super cool. And then the, so then the, the other hero. Uh-huh. Like, do you yes. want to go? You want to yes. talk about so, that one? I'm going to go ahead and just say some things. Uh, if you follow the Team Clearcut Instagram feed, you've already seen this uh, hero on there. Okay, let's say um, original Fiat 500. Okay, let's just start there. <laughs> Tiny little bug-eyed Italian car. Pretty adorable. Had what, like a three-stroke, uh, a two-stroke engine? What did it? 500 cc's, so... Yeah, I don't half, think it was two-stroke. Half a liter engine. Yeah. Right? So basically... One of my sob cylinders, right? right? <laughs> um, for this little car, mm-hmm. uh, cloth roof, and um, you guys are familiar with the uh, Subaru WRX STI and how awesome its flat four 2.5 liter turbocharged engine is. Well, this hero took that drivetrain and put it in his little Fiat 
which is rear-engined. So he has this wheelie bar sticking out of the back of it, and it's just all all motor and all awesome. It's one of the greatest things we've ever seen. People, when this guy pulled in, he was like, hey, can I park there? And people were like, yes, of course you can park here. And people just flocked. They we were standing around like an Aston Martin. Yes. Or and some, some like, and then there was a Lamborghini right next and a yeah. Ford GT right there. Yes. And people were kind of milling around. Uh-huh. And the- Everyone. <laughs> unbelievable. Just like the draw. Like people were just like coming out of the woodwork. It was crazy. People were admiring a really, really nice classic truck next to it. And then they just completely ignored the truck. And I mean, just all of these other exotic cars and this amazing Fiat with a Subaru STI drivetrain. Yeah. And a wheelie. Bar. And the license plate says wheelie. Yeah. And it, so so it the engine has three. He said it's been dynoed to 350 horsepower at the wheels. Okay. Right. And it weighs 1,700 and pounds. And it weighs 1,700 pounds. Which honestly sounds goddamn terrifying. It does. So, so let's put this in a little bit of perspective. Your car has – your Volkswagen R32 with your modifications has – about 200-ish, 205 horsepower at the wheels. Yeah. Right? Yeah, a little more. Probably. And it weighs about 3,300 pounds? Uh, 32. 3,200. Okay, yeah. So my Saab weighs about the same, 3,200. And it has, I don't know. Probably we, 280 at the wheels? Yeah, probably 280 at the wheels. Yeah. And so for a 3,200-pound car, this guy's car weighs almost half of that. Yeah. And has more horsepower at the wheels than our cars. A lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that thing's quick. Yeah. And he said it's like useless in the corners <laughs> because like there's just no weight over the front wheels at all. He, he, uh, he said when he gets on it, it'll, the front end will get up off the ground a couple inches and then just kind of stay there as, <laughs> as he's full throttling down the track. Which, so hilarious. And it yeah. had like that Abarth... Um, wing on the back yes, yes. Um, where they like they didn't have the they where they put the bigger engine in and like it wouldn't go down so they, they just like permanently like left it open as a wing yep and um he integrated the intercooler yes into the wing which was it's just super, super yeah. rad. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, it's it, hilarious looking. And so, like, you guys need to go out to these kinds of shows because, like, we just mentioned two cars that we saw. This was our first time ever going. Like, yeah. And this is free. There's yeah. cool people to talk to. Yeah, they had a food truck there. Yeah, they had, it was nice. Yeah, a coffee truck. Yeah. And, like, dude, that's an awesome way to spend a Saturday morning every now and then. Yeah. There were, yeah. Two NSXs there. Oh yeah, yeah. So a guy I used to work with Win Win. He had he had his NSX there, which was just crazy. Really nice. Um, yeah, he had done some really like tasteful, nice upgrades to yes. it too. And then there was a pretty stock NSX there as well. I put a picture yeah. of that one so far uh, um, on the in- Instagram feed. Again, in white. Some yeah. cars in white. Just yeah, work for me. And I love that they all swapped to the Honda badges on yep. them. Yeah, super but, cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. So give me some other stuff you saw. Uh, other swaps. There was a uh, uh, a 2.5 RSTI. So somebody had taken a... Oh, yeah, that's right. An Impreza 2.5 RS, which is yep. the last good-looking car Subaru has made. I, I kind of disagree, but go on. Well, you like you really like the Tribeca or what? <laughs> 
All right, you've outed me. I love the Tribeca. I, okay, so here's the circumstances in which I would drive a Tribeca. Um, I would drive a Tribeca if I parked it in a garage and didn't park it on the street. Everywhere I go, I would have to park it in a garage, mm-hmm. right? That garage needs to be unlit. Okay. <laughs> so there's no danger of you seeing the seeing exterior. Her. Because the interior actually looks really cool. So you can't actually like drive it in like city streets because if there's plate glass windows, exactly. you might or, like, get uh, a reflection. Gas tanker trucks that go oh, down the road. Yeah, you yep. can't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, like <laughs> farmland from barn to barn, yeah. that's where you can drive it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But anyway, fair yeah. enough. Um, I, I like, uh, I think, not the next WRX, but the WRX after that, with the weird little front lights and the little grill. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's super helpful. Yeah, I know. And, I think you're thinking and, of the, because you're thinking of the one with like the big fogs, the fo- big fog lamps, not the bug eye one, right? Right. So, and you're th- thinking of the one with the, yes. the horizontal, that's that same body style. We're no. talking about the same car. No, we're not. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the one, the ones sequentially after it. You're talking about the one before the bug eye Subaru. Yeah. WRS. Which is the two point, which is the two point. Right. RS, right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Anyway, so we saw this great. Uh, yeah. Subaru. Yeah, and so it's a it's a pretty common swap, I guess. But like the two point five RS guys will will take out that drive line and put STI. Yep. Into it, and so it's a lighter car. It's a smaller car, but it has that you know the STI drive line. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. And he had the badge, the pink badge. Which one's that? From the twenty two B. Yeah. Super. I mean, like we never got it. Like, yeah. A couple hundred made in Japan only. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's like really, really like look up. Um, even if you're like a not a Subaru fan, look up the 22B because it's it's like got like huge fender flares, so already awesome. Yeah. Um. Uh. And pink badges, and it was like a, a basically like street legal rally car. I think it might have been a homologation okay. thing, or maybe it was just a special edition. I don't remember. It was special pretty edition, awesome. I think, but yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. So we saw that. Yeah, that's, I mean. There was an E-Type there. Yeah. Oh, a gorgeous E-Type. Um, All original. Uh, you, a couple of M6s. An amazing M6. So It was in such immaculate condition. It blew me away. Yeah. The black one that was there uh, is a, was a US spec one, and that was like completely original, and the, had the factory tint on it. Yeah. And, and it was flawless. Yeah. Flawless. Which for a Colorado car to have. Yeah good tint still with the sun that we have mm-hmm. and like the interior wasn't cracked or anything it was yeah it was really nice it, and then the the red one was a euro spec one nice which is really cool e- even though colorado doesn't have like you know the probable uh like rust cycle that the higher humidity environments do right we're hard on cars up here we, we dry out hoses we rubber leather all that stuff just uh just really dries up and rots yeah easily yep so, yeah. so to see that kind of stuff, the window tint, the leather in perfect shape. Yeah. It was really cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, how about the little Lancia Fulvia? Oh, my favorite car there. Yeah. Oh, I love that thing so much. I, I put that on Instagram. It's I saw that. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a like happy looking uh-huh. little car. And it's beautiful. Yeah. It was also in white. Yep. Um, there's some really good looking white cars there. Yep. Another thing, because the 500, the Fiat 500 was in white. Hercan 2.5 RS was in white. It was. 
Hakan. Hakan. It's impossible to say that without sounding like you're having a stroke at that moment. <laughs> or quoting Nelly lyrics. Yeah, exactly. To use your joke back on you. <laughs> Who's the funny one now, Ian? I recorded the joke, even though you said it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we oh, we could talk about this for a week. Um, oh, how I do co- want to talk about how hilariously huge that that was next on my list okay so we saw you you do it okay so there was like a row you know there were several rows of cars and stuff but there was like one little section um and it was like uh two tesla roadsters Uh uh-huh there was a a cool like slammed and kind of like almost rat rotted um uh original beetle volkswagen bug yeah Uh uh-huh yep yep and then there was uh a bunch of minis yes classic mini coopers yeah so tiny in person awesome yeah and then right in the middle of that (laughs) kind of collection of like super small cars was uh, a modern day it was like the the c63 amg with the 6.2 liter so like the last generation of that yeah um and mercedes-benz yeah the mercedes-benz uh c63 amg it looked enormous yeah and this is the c-class this is mercedes-benz small car outside of like the you know the smaller like roadsters and stuff like this. well until the yeah. until the cla came right yeah it was their smallest right. sedan yeah um, this is their small sedan like e-type yeah. is bigger it's the and same size type as the three series yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and it looked like a giant it looked so tall yeah it looked like a jumbo jet yeah. i mean it was it was hilariously I mean, first of all, the the wheels basically came up to like the wing mirrors on the mini, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. they were yeah. huge. Yes, and uh, it just—I've never seen. I never think of the C sixty three as a big no, you huge don't car, you don't. Yeah, uh, but it it was just really striking and yeah. funny uh, to see next to him. You had to be there. Context, context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see. I have a couple other things. Uh, an amazing Buick Riviera, uh, Bronco truck. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was amazing. Uh, that stuff's going up on Instagram. Um, how amazing Ford GT seats are. Yeah, they're so freaking cool. Yeah, they're really cool looking. They've got those holes in them. I wish I could sit in one. Sometime, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's there was about... some there were some like RX sevens and oh yeah some great FD third gen RX sevens some yep. Supras yeah and some like random Infinity G thirty sevens yeah yeah <laughs> there was also uh, what a two forty coupe with a uh, a Nissan two forty coupe with a the... Infinity V eight swap that yep. was just just ratty as hell but kind of cool yeah pretty cool yeah. he had like blackboard paint all over uh-huh. it <laughs> and white paint marker that he drew on it it was and, pretty cool yeah um yeah. All kinds of stuff. So we yeah. enjoyed ourselves at Cars and Coffee. We had a great time. Yeah. yeah, we handed out some stickers. Yep, we played some FMK cars on the spot with some people. We're going to put those up in some mini episodes. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, as we kind of approach the holidays and stuff like that, when we can't quite uh, get together to do a podcast and stuff like that, so we're we're going to put out some mini episodes and just some compilations of stuff, um, you know, that we've done. So. Look uh look forward to that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um so let's see. We need to talk about uh we need to talk about racing next. We uh we could we could honestly talk about Carson Coffee for another hour if we really wanted to. That's how cool it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so check it out. And if you're going to one of the Denver ones or Denver Boulder, 
I think Boulder has one as well. Tweet at us and we'll meet up. And we'll- if you own a Lanciophobia, get in touch with us. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> please. Please so do. so pretty. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. When one. you shut your eyes at night, you see a Lanciophobia. I do now. You, well, yeah. you see a GTA, but yeah. 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 Well, it has really similar lines. It does. As it, the, as the, as the GTA mm-hmm. and V and, and the Julia and all that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's talk about racing. Yeah. Um, you had a great day at Unser, didn't you? I did, but there were consequences. Uh, I, yeah. uh, so <laughs> I got in a little bit of trouble with my wife because. Car life balancing. Car I know, life I balance. Know, I know. I spent too much time at the go kart track, guys. <laughs> Instead of like going out and, you know, snorting a bunch of cocaine <laughs> and out of the strip club, this is where Ian and I go. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and your joke earlier was really funny because basically, like, I had promised my wife I would be home to, in time for to do dinner with, you know, as a family with our uh-huh. son. And I was, like, 30 or 45 minutes late. Okay. And uh, and your joke was, uh, or you said, you know, it's not like you're out uh, chasing around underga- underage girls. And I said, no, I'm actually just acting like an <laughs> underage boy instead. Yes. That's what I get in yes. trouble for. Yeah. So... What happened was I went – I had a bunch of free races and some of them were going to expire. So I had to go – I had to go use them or, you know, that was how Or I lose them. Yeah. Rationalize it anyway. Sure. Also, I just wanted to go to the go-kart track. Yeah. It was uh, – what day was it? Veterans Day? Yeah, it was on Veterans Day. Yeah. So I went up there and uh, did my three races and I was still 30.0. Like, e- Ian's been trying to crack into the 29s, guys. Yeah. And so that's where like the, f- the real fast times are – Uh-huh. At that tracker, uh, sub 30 seconds. So there's like yeah. the 29, I think the track record's like a 29.0 or 29.1 or mm-hmm. something. Fast. Yeah. Fast. Um, and so the best I've ever done is a 30.018 before, yeah. before the other day. And, um, so finally I did my third race and the guy, one of the employees was like, man, you're really close. Um, and so he he said, you know, if you do another race, you you be by yourself. One of us could go out, and you could follow us, and and you know figure out where you're losing time. So I did that, and I cracked into a twenty nine nine one six. Yeah, like just yeah, barely got in, but I was so pumped. Like they have a a screen hanging above the straightaway, uh-huh. like you know after you come out of the hairpin by the windows. Yeah, and uh, I saw it, and I just started fist pumping. <laughs> Like, no, yes! one, no one's around. Just fist yeah. pumping. Yep. Yeah. I was super, Congrats, super man. excited. You you have a lot of talent. And yeah. Okay, Dave. You don't have to make it weird in the blanket <laughs> fort. We have to make eye Shut. contact now. <laughs> We're not just sitting next to each other. Shut your eyes. Look away. You have a lot of talent. There's even more time to find. You're going to do even better. All right. And you're great at go-karting. Okay, thanks. You're 14-year-old boy. Yeah. Uh, I would like to uh, read some of the things that I texted you for advice because you uh, – <laughs> You couldn't get there. So I said, uh, you, you were saying uh, one of the U's had done a 29.8, and it's killing me. So I said, uh, just take a deuce before the next round and take off your giant gold chain and flave a clock, flave a flave clock necklace. You always forget to do that, Ian. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that was my, my contribution via yeah. text to your racing. Yeah. <laughs> Team clear cut. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you got to poop. <laughs> That's not going to be our new sticker slogan. Oh, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> it could be. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we need to talk about uh, your buddy Matt. Yeah, I also wanted to just, uh, you know, my friend Matt had a had a really good stint. He was at uh, the 24 Hours of Lemons race down in uh, and in Houston with his Cookie Monster theme car. Uh, that he and his team have. You tell me there's a Cookie Monster themed car. Mm-hmm. I want to be friends with that person for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. And uh, but uh, and so he had a really great stint. He was first one in the car on Saturday, and then um, they were kind of running like towards the top, like uh, first and second most of the day. Okay, um, out of like 27 cars. Wow, which is good. And then uh, and it's a BMW E. Uh, I think it's an E36. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's an M3 or yeah. Not. Didn't look like it. I in don't the pictures. Anyway, go on. Um, anyway, so they uh, they were running pretty well, but unfortunately, one of the guys on the team who's, according to Matt, is an awesome driver, and uh-huh. he's never had a black flag before. He was going into the sun, and like I saw the onboard video, it's crazy. He had no visibility and just tagged oh, a tire wall. No. Uh, and just, you know, wrinkled the, the front oh. of the car. So that, that was the end of their weekend, unfortunately. Dang. But, uh, so, yeah. So, Matt, I just wanted to say sorry you had a rough end of the weekend and good job on your stint. Uh, you know, hopefully hopefully we'll see each other at High Plains next year. Yes. Uh, in one way or another. Please rebuild anything that you had that's Cookie Monster themed. <laughs> um, let us know where the Kickstarter is. Yeah. Not so we can donate, so we can tell other people to donate. Because we have our own raising money pit that yeah. we need to work on. Yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah, speaking of which. So, my friend Mark. Uh, hello, Mark. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, Mark's a great guy. Um so he has he is team clear coat man he's it's so great i love i love him and his acura integra uh we need to have you on mark to talk about uh your acura integra and the stories and i'm i'm god damn it dave use your words all right we're gonna get through it yeah i did a 50 mile bike ride today i climbed lookout mountain i'm a little sleepy buddy okay <laughs> i, I got up in one of these blankets I, I i have a tummy full of warm cider that i think backfired on me for giving more me more energy i was wondering what that with what you how you thought that was going to end yeah it, not good yeah. <laughs> uh pro tip don't down a bunch of warm apple cider before you record a podcast because then you just talk <laughs> like this anyway mark so he has a i think it's a 1992 acura integra gsr mm. so it actually has a pretty rare engine um and this is all from mark uh this knowledge so uh i haven't done any research on my own typical dave um so this is the f- the first Accurate engine to use VTEC. Some people say that the NSX used it first, but I guess there's kind of some gray area around that. And it wasn't necessarily for performance. It was more for economy. Right. But, I mean, you know, this is the start of VTEC as we know it today. Honda's variable... VTEC just kicked in, bro. It just kicked in, bro. Uh, v- Honda's variable valve timing system uh, to get more performance out of the engine. So, uh, Mark has... He's been driving this car for a long time. Um, it doesn't have any airbags. Has some annoying things like automatic seat belts. You know those like the worst click. feature ever. I know. I had that on my 1990 Toyota Camry. It was awful. <laughs> um, and so Mark did a great thing. Bought a new car. Uh, he got a Honda CRZ uh, that he bought 
in Ian fashion, sight unseen on the internet. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. So what? how did he end up with the CRZ? Because that is not a, a universally loved car. It is not. But I think you and I would agree that there are some flawed things that we really like. Yeah. Because we have requirements for vehicles mm-hmm. and certain things meet them. Yeah. And Mark, ha- Mark has requirements for your vehicle. He had a, a lot of reasoning around um, the times he's used the back seats in his mm-hmm. Acura Integra, almost never. Right. So why not go for a two-seater? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's looking for something to commute in, fuel economy, and just, a, you know, reliability. Right. Um, things like that. And the CRZ does kind of knock it out in those on those factors. Hmm. You know? Interesting. Yeah. And uh, Mark's actually the second person that I know of that bought a used, in my, just my circle, that has bought a used CRZ and hmm. loves it. Interesting. It might be time for... I've never driven one, so... Me neither. Yeah. It, it might be time for, you know, internet idiots to rethink, you know, opinions about the CRZ. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, you know, not thinking about it as a successor to the CRX. Right, right. Because it isn't. It um, isn't, no. But for what it is, yeah. you know, I think it's a really cool car. Oh. Um, it's in a great shade of blue, too. So, yeah. Oh, that's, that it, always helps. Yeah, it looks really good. So, congratulations, Mark. Um, but he offered his Acura Integra to us to do a, for a Lemons car. Yeah. So, Ian and I had a conundrum on our hands. Yeah, so I still think there are some definite pros, uh, in uh, in the Acura Integra column. Definitely, um, aftermarket. Be, aftermarket, we'd be in a lower class starting. Yep. So there's a little more room to 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 grow the car. Just aftermarket parts availability. Yeah. Like eBay coilovers that perform better than stock coilovers are a thing. Mm-hmm. But with the the Saab, you have to buy Coney or Bilstein HDs. Right. Which are pricey. Yeah. Yeah, and and um you know there's a pretty big penalty I think in most of the series that we're talking about about with turbo cars even yes. if you know it doesn't actually translate into a huge performance advantage. Right. Um Chump car in particular is that way. And the Saab would be faster in a straight line. Yes. Yes. I'm somewhat skeptical that we're going to be able to get a Saab to handle anywhere near as well as an Integra. No. No. <laughs> and we should not think that we are ever. Unless we flare the wheels out like three feet from the car on each side, we're yeah. never going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And I, I, the big pro for the Saab is that. It's a Saab and it's an, an NG Saab. I think it's yep. fairly unique. It, it is unique. Uh, the engines are – the engine internals in the T5, that that era, um, the red direct ignition cassette era of Saab engines are – they Saab overbuilt the internals for those two-liter four-cylinder engines. People take them to over 400 or sometimes 500 horsepower. That's insane. Right. Without changing engine internals. Uh, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll just change the head bolts to hold the cylinder head to the block because Jeez. it's going to blow the cylinder head off if you don't. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so like it does have a s- strong engine internals, mm-hmm. which translates into durability in a race environment. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I'm, we we talked about it, and I think we're going to go with the Saab. And I certainly really appreciate Mark making that offer to us. Yeah. And it's a cool it's a cool car. 
I, I really like his Integra. And I'm, like we were fast friends over his Integra and its peeling clear coat. Whenever I would, <laughs> whenever I would go up to Fort Collins where he works, uh, I, in the parking lot, I would always try to park my Saab next to his Integra just so we could have two peeling clear coat cars next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. it. So anyway, yeah, I think we're going to go with the Saab. And uh, I don't know. So I, I've been thinking about it more and, you know, I am really excited to get it to the point where we can just, we can start the engine and we can get it to the track to do some shakedown and to do some autocross yep. events. I agree. That is, those are my first priorities. Yeah. Whether or not we're going to be able to make lemons is another thing. It's, you know, money and time, but, yep. but we are going to be able to get it started and do some events with the Saab. Yes. Yes. I'm very excited for that. Yes. So, anyway, stay tuned. Uh, let's see. We're clocking in 50 minutes now. Let's what? do some FMK cars. Let's do some FMK cars. Yes. I think you should go first. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Why not? All right. So. Oh, you're going to hate me so much after <laughs> mine. I have two, and they're both sort of inspired by our time at co- uh, Cars and Coffee. Okay. Awesome. Um, so, the first one is uh, inspired by that. Amazing, amazing Lancia Fulvia. Yes. So, which we, is front wheel drive? I'm glad you brought that up, Dave. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. This was in, entitled "I Welcome Our New Front Wheel Drive Overlords." <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so these are none of them are Lancia Fulvia. Okay. But the Lancia Fulvia is, I would say, the most desirable front wheel drive car that I can think of. Okay. Um, for personally, personally, okay, I'd so, say a Saab Vigan for me, but go on, right? And I knew you would think that, so I did not include a Saab Vigan, okay, or any right. Saab actually, uh-huh. sure. Um, but these are um, desirable front wheel drive cars, okay, and they are all sort of different styles. Excellent. Okay. So the first one is a sports car. Okay. It is the uh, Acura Integra Type R. Oh, yes. I love that. So this is going to be a 97. So Uh that's the most rare one. Yeah. 320 Uh were imported. Uh, Super, super rare. Super, super cool. No air conditioning. Yep. Uh, It was an option. This one in your, for your thing. Okay. All right. No air conditioning. I'm not going to be driving the family around in this. No. 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 Because I don't think it had back seats? I don't Was know. That back seat if it, if it sure. did, I'd take them out. Yeah. Um, the next one is, I'm going to go with a 1963 Mini Cooper S. Yes. So it's a Mark 1 okay. uh, Mark One Mini Cooper S. Which I can actually fit inside of. That like folded up or no, like you have I, to saw off a leg? Or? No, I've, I've ridden in one. A friend uh-huh. of mine was looking to buy one, so we test drove one together. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she chose not to buy it because uh, she's pretty short and the steering wheel sticks yeah, really like straight, straight up, up yeah. like a bus and yep. she couldn't get leverage on the steering wheel to oh, interesting. for it to be a comfortable driver oh wow yeah um so yeah so i sat in the passenger seat and i 100 percent fit in that car awesome go on okay and then the third one is uh 1970. Okay. 8.2 liter. Oh, Jesus. Cadillac Eldorado. Yes. Would you like to see a picture of that? Yes, I would. It's very pretty. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes me think of, uh, what's the Tom Cruise movie with Paul Newman? Color uh, of Money? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think Paul Newman had his Cadillac similar to that. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. But his was white in the movie, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah. Went, we're going 1970 because that's when they... 8.2 That's when they put liter? the 8.2 liter in. And I don't that's actually know so how much power it's huge. It's probably like... Well, it's 1970, so this is pre-catalytic converter. It says 400 horsepower. I believe it because it's pre-catalytic converter. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's pre-Malaise era. Yeah. Oh, man. FMK. All right. I told you I would be nice to you this time since I've been had a run of like really shitty ones. They weren't shitty. They were um, mean. They were mean. Um, let's see here. So you say that was like so much hurting you. Uh, they were mean. How could you do this? <laughs> um, let's see here. So I have to. I almost kind of think I have to marry the Cadillac. I was really hoping you were going to do that. I kind of do because I kind of want to pile. I, I, obviously, everyone knows whenever I marry a car on the show, what am I going to do? Oh, my God. I'm going to put a bike rack on I'm it. I'm going to put a bike rack on it, and I'm just going to pile all of my friends into that <laughs> gigantic Cadillac. You really don't even need to put a bike rack on it. You just put them in the trunk. You just put your bicycle in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Like, we could put six guys worth of bicycles and yeah. paraphernalia in the trunk. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and... And we're just rolling up the mountains to Buffalo Creek, and we're going to have a day. Keyword rolling. Yes. A lot of body roll. Yes. Yes. Right. But that's okay. Uh, so that's that's my daily driver. I am now a person who drives a Cadillac. You're going to end up crushing a Mini, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I am because I have to take that NSX or that Acura Integra R, and I have to autocross the shit out of it. Yep. I have to... I have to get that inside rear wheel up off of the ground because <laughs> yep. of how hard it can turn. Yep. And I'm sorry, little mini. I think you. I think I, I like this decision. I, it's a. It's an interesting one, but I like it. So interesting thing about the classic Mini Cooper, and I didn't know this until a friend of mine was looking at one. Uh, with the classic Mini Coopers, the engine and the transmission actually use the same oil. Yeah. I and it. You need to change it. Often. Right. Because as it turns out, those two components, engine and transmission, kind of need different things out of fluids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is weird. I don't like that. <laughs> that makes me mad. <laughs> but have you seen the classic Mini Coopers that have done like Honda VTEC swaps? No, I've never seen that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Huh. That's a lot of power for an awesome little car. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, so my FMK cars. Um, this, uh, let's see here. So, yeah, okay. Um, this one is also nice. You're going to like this. Okay. Um, the first car, these are just engine swaps. Okay. All right? I like it. Yeah, we've done a couple of these before. Yeah. Right? So, of course, the first one, Porsche 914 with an LS1 <laughs> engine yes. swap. Uh, up next, we have a BMW 325i. Okay. All right. But it has a stealth V10 swap from the M5. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is the, what what era 3 Series is this? Is like a... Oh, th- yeah. This would be like a... 325. I think the last year they made that, the, that was the E36 was the last generation. Yeah. They made yeah. That. So, I mean, it it looks like nothing from the outside. Okay. But you have a wailing V10. I like it. Okay. Okay. So, I, I kind of wanted to do small, medium, and now big car, right? Okay. So now for the last one, we have a Mercedes-Benz, the W123. So okay. like the 300 TD, but the later version of it. Okay. Wagon. Okay. With a Enormous. Toyota Supra inline six 
J's J two is it J two Z or J two J Z two two J Z swap. So twin turbo in line six in a Mercedes Benz station wagon. <laughs> okay, Porsche nine fourteen LS one BMW yeah. with the V ten. Yeah, Mercedes Benz two J Z. So even though it's probably the slowest one, I'm gonna marry the Mercedes with the two J Z. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I wanted you to marry I, that one so bad. I, have I was to. like, Ian has to put a ring on it. Yeah. Um I have to. Yeah. Oh. Let that's me make so sure great. I'm yeah, I'm yep. Did w- they make that in a wagon? Let me see. The W one twenty three? Wagon. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yep. they did. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. I need that in my life. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm gonna marry that because okay. that's just that's too that's too hilarious. Golf clap to not blow out levels. <laughs> <laughs> and then um Oh, that means you're gonna have to kill either a V ten or the LS one nine fourteen Ian. I think I'm gonna um I'm gonna have to fuck the the nine fourteen with the LS swap. Yeah. And yeah. you know, just drive like a crazy person <laughs> everywhere. Just laughing my ass off quite for a rapidly. Day. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And then, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to crush that V10 swapped E36. You but are. that'd be really cool. It would be amazing, but they are maintenance nightmares. <laughs> anytime, <laughs> yeah. anytime you see a BMW M5, the uh, the, the one V10. that had the V10, yeah, you are lucky to see it. <laughs> if it moved, the, if it moved to wherever it is on its own power, and yeah. it plans to move away on its own power later yeah. that day. Do you remember? Uh, there was a few years ago, Jalopnik had a story about a guy who put uh, that drivetrain into a, a Volvo two forty station wagon. Yes, yes, so awesome. I think he was like in Finland or something. It was hilarious. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's what you do. That's yeah. what you do. All right. What else you got, buddy? Okay. So this one. I, I'm so glad you married that wagon. I know. Uh, so this one is a little bit more mean. It's a, it's, it's a. We have a catch? It's a, it's a catch. Okay. This All one right. has a catch. Okay. Okay. So this one is car show tropes. So also kind of oh, inspired okay. by cars and coffee. All right. So you are going to live out car show tropes. Okay. Okay. So, but these cars are like. In this type of shape that you would expect to see, like, a pizza delivery person. Oh, okay. So these uh-huh. are not immaculate examples okay. of these cars. Okay, These are beat up and not desir- not especially desirable. Okay. 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 So the first one is a first-generation Honda Prelude. Oh, okay. You have to display a scale model of your car wherever you go, <laughs> including when you're not in the car. So if you're just walking around, you just have to carry around a scale model. Okay. And it has to have all of the door dings and surface okay. rust and everything that your pre- that your prelude does. W- what scale are we talking about here? Like 164th, like a Hot Wheels, 132nd, no. 118th? Probably like, like the 118th ones, okay. like the ones that people put on their engine block at the car show. Okay, yeah. And the regular car reviews yeah. is always like... Here's my toy car. Here's my real car. Here's my toy car. You know? Uh, they sell those at Costco. Yeah. Uh, those 118th cars. Probably not of a Honda Prelude, but... No. Yeah. A, a first-gen Honda Prelude, that would be yep. flying off the shelves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was looking for a Volkswagen R32. Couldn't find one. Yeah. Yeah. So surprising. Yeah. Um, 
So, okay, so I have to show everybody my model car. All yeah, right, go and, on. And like, like if you're in a business meeting and you're, obviously <laughs> your car's not there, you have to just put it in front of you on the on the conference table. Like how people just put their cell phones you right. know, on the conference table. I do that with my phone, yep. my tablet, and then my mom, my toy car. <laughs> yeah. I show up for a job interview. Yeah. Yeah, just toy car. Yep. Yeah. Visiting a dying relative in the hospital. <laughs> toy you're, car. It's right there. Okay. Right there with you. All right. Okay. All right. Um, okay, so the next one is a BMW 318i. Oh, I hate the 318. Really? Yeah, even though everybody loves it. Yeah. I don't know why. All right. You're only allowed to wear BMW branded clothing. Oh. Oh. Just top to bottom. Yep. All the time. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I will mention off topic real quick, but kind of not. Uh, when we were at the car show or at Cars and Coffee and we were walking around one of the uh, really nice third gen Mazda RX-7s, a guy had a, one of the guys had a shirt on that said, all I care about is my rotary and like three people. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that kind of sums up like the entire RX-7 user base yeah. right there. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, all right. Oh my God. 318. <laughs> and I just have to be head to toe. BMW. All the time. BMW boxer briefs and socks. Yep. BMW cycling kits for when I go riding. Yep. Oh boy. Absolutely. Right. Yep. The next one is a... Oh, God, you're smiling a lot. <laughs> Ford Escort ZX2. Oh, no. This friend one, of, my friend Jason had one of those for a while. My sister had one, yeah. and so did her husband. Yeah. Um, this one has a pedigree. Okay. Air, air quotes, pedigree. Uh-huh. So the previous owner had taken it to many, many, many car shows uh-huh. and won many, many awards at those car shows. Okay. You must display and talk uh, about these awards constantly. Yep. Okay. You must Whether I'm at, at a car show or not. Yeah. So if you're if you're in the car, uh, then they are attached to the car. You know how they always have like <laughs> yep. the ribbons and shit? Uh-huh. And then if you're not in the car, you're carrying that shit with you. And you're like, <laughs> by the way, did I tell you about my award-winning Ford, Ford Escort ZX2? I'm, kill- I'm killing the ZX2 <laughs> right now. Awesome. I'm, I'm killing the ZX2. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because also it's a ZX2. Yeah. Um. So then that leaves me with <laughs> I just I just like the idea that like we, there's all these car show tropes uh-huh and, like the stuffed you, animals I don't get the stuffed, stuffed animals, animals right like if you did yeah. these things in real life yes. like not at a car show yes. people would think you were a crazy person yes <laughs> yes yes they would yeah yeah um okay so I am I'm going head to toe in BMW clothing and driving a BMW 318 for one day. <laughs> I don't uh, even know. If, do you fit in a 318? Haven't tried. Yeah. Not probably not going to. Yeah. But I would wedge my ginger ass into one, <laughs> and I would drive it. I would fit pontoons on it, and I would drive it across the ocean to Germany in one day, and then I just crash it into the factory. <laughs> and then I would take off all my clothes mm-hmm. and throw them into the fire. Yep, that's okay. what that's what I would do with my 318 for a day. I like it. Um, you're just plowing across the Atlantic, just listening to Apex Twin. <laughs> um, and then that means I am going to display my toy car yes. everywhere I go for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I'm driving a first-gen Prelude, which is actually not that bad of a car. No. no yeah. They're no. fine. Yeah. They have pop-up headlights. They do have pop-up yep. headlights. Uh-huh. Silver linings, yep. Dave. So that's a thing to break. Um, but just every, every... Yep. This is my toy car. <laughs> I don't have to say that. I just have to place it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Then that's what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. All right. 
Good. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, Ian. I put some thought into this one. Dave Dave has his like sinister yeah like yeah. bond villain look on his face yeah. okay first of all is there no ever... mr peterson <laughs> i expect you to crush it <laughs> is there ever going to be a ginger bond villain probably not oh uh, has, has there, there been? been i don't know i don't know james bond very well apparently yeah. Yeah. all right yeah anyway we should, we should look that up i would be the least intimidating bond villain <laughs> Hi. Hi, James. I've caught you. Do you want some taffy? Do you want to see? I have basset hounds. <laughs> would you like me to make you an espresso? It's not poison. Like, seriously, it's yeah. not poison. You know what would really improve the look of that Aston Martin? Bike rack. <laughs> yes. Yep. There we go. Yep. You would be a terrible Bond I villain. I would be a terrible, great Bond villain. Okay. So I put some thought into this and I did a little bit of research, Ian. Okay. All right. You're going to like this. All right. These are cars with transversely mounted engines in the rear. Okay. Well, in the rear, mid-engine. Okay. So behind the front seats, but not behind the rear axle. Okay. Okay. And no, the Acura NSX is not one of them. I even wrote that down. Okay. You know I'm not allowed to use that car in these things anymore. I know. I know. All right. That was my first thought, too. So cars with transversely mounted rear engines. Alpha 4C? No. All right. So a lot of times when you see a super high-end performance car with a rear engine, it's mounted longitudinally. Yes. Did Missouri Public School System teach me that word correctly? You, you did, yeah. Okay. I'm making a longitudinal hand motion. You've you done real good. Thanks, buddy. You've done real good on okay. that. All right. Um, transversely, the engine's in sideways, like it is in a front-wheel drive car. Yeah. Not too many cars went with this, but there's a few. There, I'm, yeah, more than a few. A fair amount. All right. Okay. But as with life... There's a catch. Okay. The first car is the Noble M12. Okay. Can I look at the picture? Go ahead and look that up. Yeah. It's like that M, or it's that purple one that I saw at uh, track day. Yeah, the older one, right? Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I think I remember what that one looks like. So the engine in that is a Ford V6 twin turbo. It's the Duratec engine. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, It was built in South Africa, but... Noble as really yep. Noble as an organization is actually housed in England. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, And it's funny that you mentioned that I should have to wear BMW everything because because this is English. You're going to have to wear tweed. Oh, okay. Everything. (laughs) Your your glasses need to have a tweed print. Okay. You need tweed undies. Okay. With uh, the leather shoulder patches. Some more (laughs) then. <laughs> You're just like Amazon, buy it again. Yeah, yeah, it's already in my cart, ready to go. Yeah. You have one of those uh, one-touch buttons. As we covered last time, like I'm really settling into this old man. You thing. are. You like, are. Like I don't think Quite tweed well. is as, as big of an ask as you think it is for me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well then. Okay. Right. I'm into it. And I I kind of figured that. So okay. and weighted that appropriately. Okay. Up next, um, we have a Lotus Exige. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. This is a supercharged inline four-cylinder Toyota yep. engine. Okay. Super freaking quick, super light. You can fit in it. Yeah, I can. Um, but Wait. the catch is, since it's British, uh-huh. you have to talk like the queen. <laughs> Hello! Hello! And do the wave yeah. with the cupped hand. Hello! <laughs> Meetings at work. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, not really... Any less professional than I already am. So, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm into it. And then so lastly, an all right. lastly, we have 
uh, like we talked about a little bit ago uh, with the James Brown Glickenhaus story that I just tweeted earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, Not James, it wasn't James Brown. It was uh, uh, Miles, Davis, Miles Davis. Thank yeah. you. You made the same mistake did, on the I podcast. Did, yeah. It was really weird. Um, we're thinking about coked out performers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lamborghini Muria. Mura? Mura. Mura. Thank you. Um, but you can only wear... Did it a transverse engine? It did. Transverse V12. Really? You're looking at me like you don't believe me. Google that shit yourself, son. All right. I will. I will. But take this in while you're doing that. And this is when Ian's typing is going to grind to a halt. <laughs> because even though you have a Lamborghini Mura, mm-hmm. which is beautiful... Yeah, you're right. Wow. The only thing you can wear... Is it vintage Italian cycling kits? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to smash up your genitals. Like what? And, and, what era are we talking about? Uh, I have a picture of it on my phone. Let me get it. Yeah, please do, because I want to see how. But, but basically, it looks a lot like what I wear today. Yeah. But with just kind of simpler lettering and blocky. Yeah. It's just as tight. Well, I can. Is it? If it's Italian, I can only imagine it's super tight. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> oh, I love the Mura so much. I know, which is why you're going to have to smash up your genitals and get one. Here you go. Here's a picture. And you're going to have to wear the cycling cap with a little <laughs> flappy brim, which actually does serve a purpose when you have a bike helmet on. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep. All right. So we have Noble M12, yep. Tweet Everything. Yeah. Lotus Six Siege. You have to talk like the queen. Yeah. All right. So I, I, I've made my decision. Okay. I've made my decision already. I am going to marry the M12 and just be a, a tweety <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> oh, your classic TMF situation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic TMF. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm going to be... <laughs> I want to be head to toe in tweed, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Jenny will be thrilled. She actually will be. She's, you know, it's it's like the realization of her long, long dream to have me dress like I'm in uh, The Wind in the Willows. <laughs> um, All right. That that would take a big box for her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. She'd be into it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to crush the exige. Okay. And I will, for a day... Have some smashed up genitals, and I gotta, I gotta flog a Mura around the, uh-huh. the mountain roads dude. for as long as it lasts. Yeah. Okay. Gotta All right. Do it. Until Glickenhaus shows up and throws your cocaine down a sewer drain. Yeah. Exactly. Uh huh. That's a fantastic. That was a good catch. I like that one. Thank you. And I like the all mid. Yeah. Transverse engines. Layers. Layers. Yeah. This is an FMK car's onion. <laughs> That's why I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> Feelings in the blanket port. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think we think we we done real good today yeah i'm I'm doing that from now on oh boy i'm sorry you're like proxy missouri for me i know yeah i can't do accents or anything but i i can do a missouri accent yeah yeah you want to take us out with one no (laughs) no one wants that as much as i do i do i want it Get get that truck out of my yard. Yeah, just I just stuff like that. Is that what you heard after you crashed your Nissan pickup truck into pretty, somebody's yard? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh so anyway, 
Uh, this has been the Team Clear Coat Podcast. And uh, I'd like to thank our listeners. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you about any projects you're working on. Uh, if you're going to any car shows, anything like that, let us know. If we're in the area, we'll try to meet up. Uh, I'd like to hear more about cars. We would like to hear more. This is not singular. We would like to hear- I don't, I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> you keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> that and your feelings to yourself. <laughs> um. We'd like to hear more about like cars that you love and why you like them, uh, cars you hate and why, what your garage is like, what you have to do to keep your cars running, like, you know, the things that we have to go through. Um, send us your FMK car suggestions. Let us know how you would answer any questions, uh, any FMK cars that we put out, whether or not you would smash up your genitals like Ian and drive a Lamborghini <laughs> Mura for a day. I still cannot say that. Mura. Yeah. Mura. Uh, Missouri, Mira. Um, so if you need to, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do it on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Uh, you can also email us directly at teamclearcode at gmail.com. Um, rate and review the podcast on iTunes if you could. That helps other people find the podcast. Please write us a review. Please write us a review. Um, and uh, if you post a review on iTunes, uh, just shoot us a screenshot of it, and we'll send you a sticker. Uh, same thing goes if you send us FMK Cars ideas, we'll send you a sticker. Um, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 personal plugs. Ian. I am. Um, he hates doing this. <laughs> it, it does kill me every time. It's almost as bad as when Dave compliments me. <laughs> um, I am at I roll so hard on uh Instagram and Twitter. All right. I am at Nuck Nuck Goose on Instagram and Twitter as well. Yeah. Uh, so give us a follow and uh, tweet at us at Team Clear Coat. Right. Oh, and I just saw oh uh, a couple things. I forgot. I remembered things just now. Uh, Twitter polls. Uh, pol- polls. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Missouri accent. Um, are... Uh, how long have these been around? Because I just now found that little icon. Yeah, not long, but there's, okay. you can only do like two options. Right. So we can't do FMK on it. Yeah. But I, I'm just, I'm going to be doing Twitter polls of, you know, cars. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and also, guess who learned how to properly format HTML in a podcast oh, description? That's right. So we're going to put some, uh, yeah, I actually figured out how to uh, use C data markup. For HTML and XML files, nerdy shit. Um, I'm talking with my hands like Ian. (laughs) Um, So we're gonna so we're gonna have clickable links for things, you know, as we as we kind of see fit. Uh, Yeah, things that we've referred to in the the podcast. So we'll probably we'll put a link up to the vehicle vault and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah. So look for the uh, RSS feed on the iPhone or iOS. Uh, You can hit view full description for a podcast and the same thing for podcast addict on android which is the podcast app that i seem to use you know to test out the feed and stuff like that i did notice a really weird bug pardon me that if like on one device if i've looked at the description that Mm -hmm. full description with html and then i change it in the code Mm -hmm. it never changes it in the podcast app i think i'd have to like snap my phone in half really and delete my icloud and never use an iPhone again and then buy another iPhone and maybe it would show me an updated version. That's interesting. Yeah. So anyway. Huh. Yeah. So uh, look for that. Uh, view the full episode description in in your podcast viewer of choice and you should see some clickable links. 
And uh, I think that's about it. Awesome. Awesome. Great job, buddy. Blanket Fort 2.0. Feelings. Out.